How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Creative Collision Podcast. This is Saeed here. Um, on this episode, I'm going to uh, um, basically give my thoughts on uh, the NBA playoffs at this point, where we're at so far. Uh, give my uh, my thoughts on uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and what they should do. They just got knocked out of the playoffs by the Miami Heat in five games. Uh, probably the biggest um, news and most shocking news of the playoffs so far, biggest disappointment. And just kind of talk about Giannis and and uh, what not not so much what he needs to do, but what yeah what the Bucks what the Bucks should do with that uh, that situation. Um, changes need to be made made uh, uh, for sure. So I'll get into into my thoughts on what what I think they should do next. Um, Talk about the Lakers and um, Houston Rockets series. Um, talk about the Clippers uh, series as well, Clippers and Nuggets. So, uh, yeah, this is this will be an NBA playoff podcast episode. Uh, so it won't be too long, um, and uh, and just and just kind of give my give my uh, thoughts on what I what I think so far. So this. Let's just start off with uh, Milwaukee. Let's start off with the Milwaukee Bucks and uh, and Giannis. Uh, um, and yeah, it's it's tough. So Giannis, the Milwaukee Bucks, they just got knocked out by the Heat in in five games. Uh, they were down three zero. They're they were lucky to win one game. It was more of a gentleman's sweep. Um, Giannis missed game five. He got hurt and. Uh, Game four, I believe, or or I think he got hurt in game game three, and then he played well like the first half of game four, and then before he he went out uh, for good with an uh, ankle ankle sprain. So so then uh, Milwaukee ended up finishing the game and winning game four without him. Uh, Middleton had a big game, but then they uh, they they uh, come back and lose game five. So. Um, I think the biggest thing with Milwaukee, what they have to do is is um, find find Giannis a closer, get him a closer, a guy that can close the game, and the the best comparison I heard for what the situation because everybody's talking about what is Giannis really like, you know, is he a, is he a number one option? Is he a one A? Is is he that superstar guy you can build around? Um, is he you know the LeBron? The Kobe's, uh, the um, you know the KDs, like, or is he Scottie Pippen? You know, um, that was a couple of days ago. I think it was Jay Williams that said that. Uh, uh, could be wrong, but somebody on ESPN right said that uh, Giannis might be Scottie Pippen instead of uh, you know Michael Jordan. You know that he's basically a number two option, and. I think that's going too far. I wouldn't put him in that class. Um, I do think I do think you can win a championship with Giannis as your best player. Um, so saying he's Scottie Pippen is basically saying that he's not good enough to win a championship if he's the number one option, if he's the best guy on your team. And I definitely think Giannis is better than Scottie Pippen. I do I do think he's uh, just a more talented better player you know um but then i i'll start thinking well if he's if he's better than scotty pippen but he's not 
you know, the Kobe or the LeBron level um, yet, then, then what is he, you know? And the best comp, uh, comp I've heard is that he's more like Shaq. I think Bill Simmons, Bill Simmons said it on his podcast, and to, today Max Kellerman said it on ESPN on on um, on um, first take. He said that uh, Giannis isn't looking for his Michael Jordan. He's not Scotty Pippen looking for Michael Jordan. He's Shaq looking for his Kobe, and. Uh, I think that is basically probably the best um, comparison for Giannis. Um, I just, it, it feels like uh, he's, he just needs a closer, you know? I just think that's the Bucks' bi- biggest problem. Chris Middleton is a number three option. He's not a number two guy on the championship team. Um, he needs a guy that can close games for him he's I don't know why we don't think of him as a center Giannis we should think of him more as a center he's you know even though his playing style is different from Shaq you know Giannis has the ball a lot more in his hands he's controlling the ball more he's bringing the ball up but if you kind of think about the ways in which they dominate it's similar to Shaq um Shaq would you know like you know Shaq was unstoppable of course when he was down low uh when he was uh, inside the paint when, you know, he was just basically just brute force, um, unstoppable inside, right? Giannis is the same thing. Giannis is unstoppable within, if you get Giannis a ball five feet and in, he's unstoppable. He's going to square every time. He's going to dunk on you. He's going to lay the ball in. That's the reason why you shot like 60% from the field, right? It's not because he's hitting all these, uh, mid-range jumpers or hitting three-pointers. He, he shoots 60% from the field because he's unstoppable inside, if you, if if you get the ball to Giannis with room to work uh, with, and he's you know within five feet of the basket, he's he's gonna dominate. I think we should start looking at Giannis as more of a Shaq type of guy. Um, uh, he needs he needs somebody that can close for him late in games. Like Shaq needed Kobe to close for him, um, you know, because Shaq wasn't obviously not a shooter. He's not a great free throw shooter. Same thing with Giannis. He's not a he's not a shooter still. He's not a very good free throw shooter still, uh, but he's unstoppable inside. And I don't mean you got to post him up like he has to be play like shagging. You give him the ball at the post and let him go to work. Not necessarily that, but he needs a point guard or a shooting guard or a guard you know that can that can create for him, give him easier shots, you know. Take attention away from him so they won't clog up the paint. Give him room to work with. Um, somebody that can close. Somebody like, like you know, when the game's on the game's on the line at the end of the game, you know, that can hit a big shot. That can, um, you know, close the game out. So, if I'm Milwaukee, that's you know, that's what I'm looking to do. Uh, I'm looking at you. Got to give Giannis a closer, somebody for him to work with. So. That would be that would be my um, that would be my take and my uh, like my um, this offseason that would be what I would be going for if I was Milwaukee, you know. Um, so I'm be looking at Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul would be a good option. Somebody like and Damian Lillard. I know he's not available. They won't be able to get him, but just they, he needs that that guard, that number two guard, uh, option, that guard that can close for him, that can create for him. So. 
Um, that's my take on it. Um, I don't, I, I'm not giving up on Giannis just yet. I think I think he will figure it out. And I think uh, I just hope the organization figures it out um, as well before he you know he decides that he wants to leave at some point. Um, because you know there's only one more year left on that contract and he's going to be a free agent. So definitely very interesting offseason this year for Milwaukee. Now talking about the the um, Lakers and Rockets back and forth series so far. Lakers were up two to one of the close game. All, all the games have been been close and uh, come down to the fourth quarter. And um, I I think the Lakers pretty much got this series because of their defense. Um, I feel like these games are going to be close throughout, but what's going to help prevail the Lakers at the end of the games is going to be their defense. So. Not worried about, not too worried about it, um, about the series. I do think it's, it's, it's definitely going to be tough. It's going to go at least six games. It might even go seven, but uh, after game three, I feel pretty confident with the Lakers and, and their defense has been so consistent that I'm not too worried uh, about it. Even, you know, I, I, Westbrook had a good game three. Westbrook actually played really well. Harden, Harden scored, you know, played well, and the fact that the Lakers still won that game showed that. You know they're they're definitely like in good um in good shape right now you know they got they're clicking on all cylinders so um we're going we're gonna get the showdown and an edible showdown we've been waiting for all year long lakers and clippers in the in the conference finals clippers are up 2-1 um nuggets nuggets are you know they 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 are what they are you know they're they're a really good team definitely the and the clippers do have some issues to still figure out um, that you still struggle with at times, but kind of same thing with the Lakers when the uh, when the Clippers are playing defense uh, and they're into it and they're focused on it, they're they're very hard to score on. And like that last game three, the Nuggets couldn't get nothing at the end of the game. The last like five minutes of that game, they couldn't score. So the difference between the Lakers and the Clippers though is that I feel the Lakers are more they play defense more consistently throughout the game. They don't let up. As, uh, the Clippers will have these long stretches. He's, you know, they'll have a whole game even where their defense just doesn't show up. And and I feel like eventually that's going to bite them in the ass. It might not be this series, but, you know, it, it, it definitely will happen against the Lakers if they don't, you know, if they're not focused from the outset from, from game one. So looking forward to that. It's going to be a big series, of course, the battle for L.A., even though it's not in L.A. We're in the Orlando bubble. But uh, but yeah, um, um, I'm looking forward to that. LeBron is killing it right now. He's still looking like the best player in the world. Um, Kawhi is also doing his thing. So I can't wait for that showdown, man. It's gonna be great. So yeah, that's this that's this uh podcast episode, a pretty short one here. Um, um, and those are my thoughts on the Milwaukee and and what they should do with Giannis, or what they should do in general. They they need to get that guy. A guard. I know it's going to be hard because of cap cap space and, and the contracts they have, but they need to get that guy a closer, a guy that can hit a big shot, a guy that can help them close the game out, and they don't have to rely on on him to do everything and him to to be the guy at the end of the game. So, um, I still think Giannis is a top. He's still a top five player um, in the league. He's going to win the MVP. And he deserves to win the MVP. It's a regular season award. And he and Giannis was the best player in the regular season. So 
Um, so people need to stop with that that BS that he shouldn't win the MVP. He, he was the best player this year. Um, but this is why, you know, playoffs are different. You know, this is why playoffs are a whole different different uh, league. And uh, guys like, you know, you kind of you see it. You know, you see it in the playoffs. Guys like LeBron and Kawhi, you, kinda, you just see that they're they're built for this. You know this uh, this league and or this game. You know they're built for the pressures. Um, you know LeBron cr- gets criticized for you know he's got criticized for his whole career, but you know he's he's become one of the most mentally tough players in the league now. So and you just see it. You know so um, can't wait can't wait for that that conference finals battle. Uh, on the other side, I want to give props to the Heat. You know, I talked about Milwaukee, but I do want to give props to the Heat. What a what a great team. It's a great young team, you know. Same thing, you know, what I just said. Uh, you, they have players that are built built for for this, built for that um, that pressure. Jimmy Butler, of course. But even their young guys, you know, Tyler Hero and and um, um, Adebayo and, and Duncan Robinson, veterans like, Drogic or you know I've, I've always liked Gordon Drogic I've always thought he was kind of underrated and um, yeah I always liked his, his toughness too he's another guy that is not scared of the moment and it's just it's there you know the Milwaukee was a better team but the Heat were a tougher team the Heat were, were ready for it they're built for it they're they're mentally tougher they're a well coached of course and uh, yeah and give them props Give them a lot of props. Say that they might get to the finals. You know, um, whoever it is, whether it's the Celtics or the Raptors, um, and most likely it will be the Celtics. They're up three to two in the series right now. I can see the Heat beating either one of those teams. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's it's nice to see them do well, especially. You know, I'm kind of happy for Spolstra too because you feel like he never gets the credit he deserves as a coach because. You know, when he won his championships, he had LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, of course. So he never get got credit for those two championships he won. Um, so if he, you know, if he gets back to the finals yeah, uh, with this team, that's that's uh, uh, that's that's a big deal. And uh, I, I think Spolstra definitely could sh- he deserves more credit too for for the job he's done over these last couple of years, especially especially this year. So um, those are my thoughts. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Uh, it's, been, it's been fun watching the playoffs, and, uh, and it's been exciting, exciting playoffs uh, so far. So, um, yeah, I'll I'll uh, pick this up. Probably conference finals. Uh, do another podcast on on the on the playoffs. So, it's Andy here. Um, hope you have a great rest of your day, everyone, and uh, I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Feeling so, feeling so, feeling so